Good evening and welcome to tonight's show from DJN TV, Disc Jockey News TV. Tonight's show is brought to you by Electra Voice, DJ Event Planner, DJ Trivia, Odyssey Innovative Designs and Cases, NLFX Professional, Promo Only, and the DJ and TV Insiders. And welcome at Good Vibe DJ Tribe, and welcome to another episode of the DJ Spotlight here on Distracting News TV. This next collaborative house music duo is based out of Los Angeles, California. From staff picks to Beatport charting tracks, Arnold and Lane are some seriously strong newcomers in house music with releases on Tons and Tons, Audiophiles, XXL, Brash Beats, My Techno is a Ton, OKNF Collective, and Hood Politics Records, with many more rolling out in 2019. Pushing the limits of house tech, baseline, and booty, you'll want to follow what these two are doing in the new year. We love stories. Tell us how the two of you came to work together and the lead up to that. What was your history in music? You go first. Um, well, let's see where we met. We actually both, we met in the workplace. We used to work for a online vape company. So we would sit in the office and pack orders all day. And we kind of like became friends by like, we're sitting there packing orders and then like, it got thrown around like, oh, you DJ? And then he was oh, like, oh, yeah, me too. And then like we put on, <laughs> and we bumped music and one of us put on like Night Bass and we were all like, oh, you like Night Bass? <laughs> that was like, that was it. So like over that like year, you know, we worked together and I think we tried to get together a couple times and make music and it was like dog shit. He's like, we tried to remix like this Justin Bieber track and it was just terrible. But then horrible. we ended up moving in together and we lived in a house with like five dudes <laughs> and we were the only ones who like were into this kind of music. And the only ones that were clean too. Yeah. It was a mess. Yeah. Oh, it was so It bad. was the college life we never had. <laughs> yeah. And but the production and the music thing like where we started really collaborating we one day we're like bored and we were like like let's make something and we had this idea of like all right like one of us chooses a sample like a short little clip of a song and then a bpm and then we'll go in our rooms with the timer and we'll set like a 30 minute timer and um and then we'll come out of our rooms after that timer goes up and like see what we made and uh, we would like splice them together and that was kind of how we started creating together it was like a little challenge to kind of push ourselves creatively and I think from there it was like one day like let's make house music you know yeah I think he like sent a track to uh audiophile xxl and that was kind of what kicked it off once they signed uh oof that was like our first track signed with them yeah, we were. I remember when we did that. We were like, <laughs> we were like screaming, like little girls, like in our room. Our roommates were like, 
what's going on? We just signed a track. <laughs> um, yeah, we made a lot of bass music. It was called our collaboration was called Nike Adidas <laughs> because I wore Nike or it was vice versa, and we just because we were inspired by the Team Supreme boys, where they and, and girls they they do this like cipher where they would choose a sample and be piano. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, we, yeah, we met in the middle with our abilities to produce this video right here. This is one of the first times I met Arnie right here. This is in our office space. <laughs> that's amazing. That he got good dance moves. So I thought it was only right that we became friends from there on out. But, yeah. What else? I mean, that's kind of like our, yeah. I mean, from there, at like, you know, we we ended up moving out of that college house and got our own spot. And I think that's definitely where like things started blossoming is once we got out of that environment, for sure. Yeah, we moved into like a more intimate like apartment where we could focus more on production because we were starting to make once we signed that track, we were like, all right, this is it. You know, we want to take, take like really, yeah, we really want to make music a lot. And so our roommates in the beginning are like, yeah, by all means, make music. But I don't, I knew in the back of my mind, I don't think you understand what this is. <laughs> a loop or a little sound playing repetitively over, over and, and over. over and over again. And we literally drew, drove them up the walls. And then what really was like, what, was the defining moment of us moving out was like the neighbors started to complain because we put our studio in this little like sunroom area and it wasn't insulated really well and so the neighbors complained once and then that our roommates were like that was their excuse to be like yeah no more y'all sure. never forget the day i was like producing in my room and one of them texted me hey can you come out in the living room really quick and they're like, can you turn your music down? I'm like, oh, yeah, for sure. And they're like, forever. <laughs> and I was like, he was just like, he was, I remember he was so distraught. He was brokenhearted. I kind of thought I was expecting it at some point. Because yeah. if, I mean, if, realistically, if I didn't make music, I wouldn't want it. Like, 24 yeah. 7. Yeah, it's like annoying. the same song over and over again. So, yeah, we moved out. Yeah, we moved out. It's just much better now. Yeah. But we've lived together though now for like two and a half years. It's crazy. And you're making it work. That's so fantastic. That is it's pretty <laughs> I love the way that you two have met and it kind of seems like you knew the friendship was gonna happen once you saw those dance moves. Hey, you're like, I love this joker. <laughs> yeah. That'd be weirder than me. Shit. Totally. No, yeah, I definitely. <laughs> some of my best friends are the weirdest humans, and nobody but us gets each other. So that's right. It works. Love it. Uh, so y'all are obviously doing well in my eyes. Doing amazing, charting on Beatport, releasing music on like some serious labels. Yet, like your if people went on their Facebook, they'd be like, what? How do these guys only have like less than 200 people following them? Because their music and their releases are phenomenal. So I'm super curious uh, from your point of view, 
Because like, we know that number is going to grow, especially as you continue to gain success and more people get to know who Arnold and Lane are. Can you tell us why you think people should switch their focus and stop worrying about likes on social media? Yeah, I mean, we're relatively new. Like, we're, we still are like babies. I mean, we're newcomers. It's been a year. Yeah, it's, it's really only been a year. And um, our focus obviously isn't the promotional side because you've got to have a good product first. And like, we're really trying to just hone in on that. And I don't know. I, yeah, I wish people focused more on the music because promo on freaking Instagram and Facebook is exhausting. It's like, so it's so annoying. Like I'm on my phone all day because you have to create that social media presence. Like you have to be, you have to interact and you have to support everybody else. And it's just part of the game and it's, but I, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate that that's like the day and age that we live in. I remember that was something we discussed like early on was like, I was like, we need to focus on this. And the reality of it is, is like, we should like, we ended up focusing on the music and I think that's where the success comes from yeah. initially. But I think because of the like, social media era that we live in people are focusing more on like how many followers you have what you're posting over like the product but i mean i mean i'm now a believer that if we continue to deliver good products like it's just going to come with time you know and we're still figuring it out you know because we don't work with the manager or anyone it's just the two of us managing ourselves yeah. essentially we're babies so, it's kind of unnecessary at this point but so we just keep making music and i mean it's slowly growing and maybe one day like we'll figure that aspect out but we're, just, we're still babies you know yeah and one thing is like reason why our, our followers aren't booming or like yeah isn't booming is is another reason is that we're really trying to hone in on our image uh, because that's half the battle too. It's like, mm -hmm. what is, what are we marketing ourselves as? You know, right now we're he's just a skinny, tall, awkward dude, and I'm like a small, little brown man, <laughs> and uh, that's all we got <laughs> in, all in we our got. cards right now. But that's really going to be the defining moment. That's what's going to help us grow, and, and I think is what I suspect in terms of social media presence is having an image. And it's something we're trying to build right now as babies. a brand, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, I think you – what was that? I was just saying you see all the big guys, you know, they have some kind of shtick with them, like a mask or cartoon. Yeah, not necessarily like, that, but just like, I mean? like imagery. They have something like they have like aesthetic. Some... Yeah. Yeah, still trying to figure it out. I can appreciate that, though. Like you're you're trying to figure out this – uh, brand image, you're working on your music. And when I follow your social media, I think it's amazing and hilarious and authentic. And I think that's the kind of crowd you're going to attract, just being yourselves. And I think a lot of people get a little confused with branding because they're like, okay, well, you know, I want to look professional, but at the same time, like some of the best brands out there are hilarious. They're just being themselves. And I think you guys are well on your way um, to continue to attract those types of people. I hope so. I think yeah. 
like, oh. Getter, like Getter's Instagram. Like, yeah. You know, and Twitter and Vine. That was like, he's just being goofy. So, yeah. Viral, you know, went viral. Saw it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted uh, to ask you too, as individuals, what do you think has really changed for you since starting to get more of these releases? Um, it, as individuals or just as artists? Or? Uh, I would, I mean, it could be both, oh. right? Well, one thing for me, like I, for over a decade, like I was DJing professional professionally when I was like 16 years old and then naturally it came with like, oh, I want to be a music producer. And she's been in music school for like a long time ago too. And it was always been a dream of ours. And all I wanted to be considered as was an artist. Like I just want to be like, oh yeah, he's an artist. And I don't know, for some reason that title, like, like signing tracks to like these labels is like now I can identify as an artist and like that for me that's like really empowering and special to me because it's been a dream for a long time probably like over like 15 years and I was always just a little boy like playing on his computer with like these big dreams and it, it never really became something until we signed that first track and then it really was like okay we got to follow up with something better and the motivation kind of was there yeah yeah mm -hmm. i think for me i don't know what's changed and i mean yeah the motivation definitely changed because like i don't know he definitely had more of the skills like starting off you know, like production-wise, because I was pretty new in the in the game when we started, and he'd been producing for years, and I kind of just got started with Ableton, maybe like, it was like two years before we even had that first release, so I was still even more of a baby in that sense, and then once we started signing tracks, it was like, I think the pressure, like, was on for me to learn more, so like, that helped, you know, it was like a push to like really hone down on like what we're doing. Cause it's like the collaborative effort and like one of us can't be just fucking sitting back doing nothing. And, mm -hmm. you know, and it's humbling too. Cause like, I, I think I, I still kind of feel like a kid in his bedroom making music, you know, but then again, like we go online and we see stuff's charting on Beatport and like, I don't know. I don't know if it still hasn't hit me yet that I'm like, this is like, it's almost like not real, you know, but it's definitely like humbling when, you know, we have people hearing us up and like, oh, we love your music. And I'm, I'm just like still blown away by it. So I don't, you know, I think staying in that like uh, attitude of gratitude, as they say, is important. And, um, attitude so of gratitude. I love that. <laughs> gratitude. <laughs> we come from like just DJing and produce because like I was DJing longer than I was producing, so like basically just sticking around in my bedroom to like have people are hearing our music. It, it still trips me out. One thing I I think is amazing, like as an individual personally for me, is 
being a part of this community, this worldwide community that are so chill. Like these guys are so fun and so nice. And like, they, they welcomed us with open arms and I don't know, it's just a fellowship that's really cool to be a part of. And it's always like, I always wanted some kind of like belonging somewhere, like whether it be a club or a movement or, or just, I don't know, just something. And it's a, it's a sustainable movement. As long as you're, you know, you keep working and stuff, these people are, are willing to support. And I think I'm looking forward to the friendships that we're going to create down the line, you know, for a long time. So. Yeah, there was a few things that you said there that really stood out to me. Well, one, uh, Taylor, you've been doing this like for 15 years. So it's so interesting because people will think overnight success, like I've never heard of this person before. And then suddenly all this music's coming out and you're like, well, actually <laughs> I've been working at it for years. And Arnie, what you're talking about how like one, getting this release is motivation for you because it's like, oh my gosh, Kaylee, yeah, okay, let's keep working on this. But also like the two of you, your commitment towards it, not only working on music, but you live together and you're consistently growing and learning from what you're doing. I think that's incredibly inspiring because uh, you know people can be producing for two years, but they're not necessarily that dedicated to it right they're not spending those hours yeah yeah it really like we had to start working like tenfold because i realized like this it's kind of a make or break thing and um it's just it's go time you know and i don't want to miss the bus you know because <laughs> and, com- and competition is fierce I mean, yeah that's something that was told to me like early on and when I was in school and they were just like, you know, you need to keep working because there's going to be some dude, like you take a month off, you know, there's going to be some dude that comes through who's been producing for five days, you know, and he's going to take your place like that. And there's so many other people, you know, like, it's like in this day and age in the bedroom producing world, there's like everyone makes house music essentially. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. so many people. But it is all around the basis of fun. Like, if it's not fun for us, we're not we're not yeah. doing it. You know, so it is kind of fun, like kind of having that, like that threat, like, oh, <laughs> you're gonna be taken over by somebody else. It's like it gives you that motivation, you know, to hold your position in the community and to keep making music. I like that. I can appreciate that. You're using it as motivation to keep moving forward. Yeah. Uh, so my question to kind of follow up with that is, what have you two envisioned for your future plans and how important do you think it is to plan for your future? And why? Remember, we used to like, Arnie, like in the beginning, like after we first signed that track, he like wrote out a spreadsheet and it was like, we need to follow this six month plan. If we follow this, then we are guaranteed to like take it to the next level. We just didn't follow it at all. Cause you can't in music, you can't, I mean, you can sure you can treat it as a business and take like, I don't know, have goals and, and stuff, but 
I don't know. I guess for the, for the long run, like what we see, we just we just want to keep coming out with music consistently. And um, I mean, a dream of mine, I want to tour like the world. You know, like that. That's a big thing. We play a lot of shows out in California, and um, we recently, like, you know, went down the coast a little bit and did that, and that was fun. But like, I mean, I, that would be, I think, something really cool is to like go to London, or France, or all those spots and do yeah. shows. And that's definitely a dream. And go international. Go international. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like frothing in the mouth. Like Spain. Because those guys are insane with the house music. Yeah. We're going to have to hook you up with some people here in Canada. Yeah, yeah please. Be Promoters, listen up. That's right. uh, yeah. Definitely tour. Like, to be able to travel and get paid to play your music is pretty cool. So. Yeah. And to hone, hone in on some kind of like aesthetic image would be good for the future. Um, I think in terms of like planning, it's good to have like an idea of like what's going on, but I feel like, you know, everything is going to work out the way it's supposed to in its own sense, you know, and we've kind of just been rolling with the punches in that, in that way is that, with our career, whatever you call it, you know, everything's kind of just falling into place as long as we keep putting in work, you know, yeah, and that work action. is just sitting in the studio essentially. And um, everything else has kind of been falling into place. So, I mean, I think we have faith that if we keep doing that, like success is going to keep coming, you know? Yeah. It's so rad listening to, all these different people that I interview have such a unique, I want to say roadmap to what it is, what it looks like, their big goals. And I really appreciate the fact that you guys are talking about that you just keep putting in the work and the success keeps coming. So yeah, you've got these big goals, but you know that as long as you just keep doing this, that's where you're headed. Are there any last thoughts, comments, news releases you guys want people to know about oh let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> no um we have uh we have uh, our next release is on brash beats it's a single on a compilation and the single is called ya thought and uh, that's kind of like it's weird because we have like two different sides to us we have like the more dirtier grittier baseline side and then we have a more techie booty i don't know it's like it's we're all over the place and, and it fits our personalities that's, that's for sure um so we have that coming out and then um soon after is uh what's next? oh yeah tons tons, yeah tons and tons which is like a personal like dream of mine because what stranger has been doing I mean, I've been listening to to Flinch since the beginning with dubstep and stuff, and then he started this new house label with forward-thinking house music, and um, that's just, I'm so, so excited for that one. That was, what, it's December 4th? December 4th, yeah. December 4th, That it's an EP with uh, tracks called Commas and Wonder Drug, and keep a lookout for that. And there's also, next is... 
the audio file compilation we're like the seasoned guys we always try to get on their compilations uh, because we Audio file holds a place in our heart for sure because they're the first ones to believe in our sound. They, they, they're the first ones who sent the Bodhi Collective imprints and then yeah. XXL were the first two contracts we signed. Yeah, so we really want to make a point to be on all their compilations and then maybe a EP when we get good enough. Um, we're, we're not there yet, <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's coming out. It's called a, a track called Doing Your Best. And um, after that is my techno weighs a ton on the my techno weighs a ton new year's compilation with a track called shake and then what's after that and there's an upcoming house of a house of hustle release but release date to be determined mm -hmm. april. april yeah it's way down but we yeah we don't have an exact date on that one but it's I forgot to ask you guys, how did you link up with Only Killers No Fillers? Oh, the homies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I guess it's, we sent them a bunch of, I think we sent them like a handful of demos and they just didn't really like people, they didn't really respond because I think we needed to some more work. And then finally we sent them an EP and they liked it. And from then on, actually, no, we sent them a single that just didn't meet the light of day, but they really liked it. And they want, they involved us in the group immediately yeah. after that. And so they like jumped us in essentially, but like we hadn't released with them yet. Yeah. So we, we had reservations to release with them and we just started like really nurturing those connections with Clem and, and Riffa and, I don't know those guys are fucking they're so cool they're so cool we're so glad to be a part of their family um they yeah. treated us really well yeah they're just good guys you know they're just like super down to earth and um practical in terms of music and and then we finally had that ep released with them and all the meat went to like their top song on their label on beatport which is like crazy because if i hear that song one more time i'm gonna blow my head <laughs> <laughs> but morelia's remix Ripper's remix it goes so hard and we're so glad like we could have utilized this like little community in that ep and um it was fun it was definitely fun that's how i know about you guys through oh, the label that. yeah it was cool. funny i oh how did i don't know how I stumbled across uh, the low life podcast that uh, the 209 boys do and I was listening to a Steve Darko set and then I started looking up the track list and then I found only killers no fillers and then I found you guys I was like what all this music is so amazing and then all the labels you guys are releasing on <laughs> I'm like these are my favorite labels yeah, SoundCloud rabbit hole Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. it. They're rock. Um, They're doing good things. Mm -hmm. Well, I really appreciate you guys taking the time out of your busy lives to sit down with us and talk about everything that's got 
that you've got going on. For the rest of y'all that are tuned in to the interview, make sure you let us know in the comments below any insight that you heard that really stood out to you and maybe how you're going to start applying it in your life today. We will also have links below so you can check out all their amazing music and show them some love. Give some more likes on that Facebook page, but some engagement as well. Let them know what you're really digging and all that fun stuff. Until next time, make sure you don't let no one kill your vibes.